Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Mel McLaughlin. Welcome to No Turning Back, the Tokyo 2020 podcast. It's been a long five-year wait, but the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games are finally happening and there is no turning back now. In this series, I'll be meeting some of the athletes going for gold in Tokyo and sharing their stories. Olympians don't get much more inspiring than Patrick Sammy Mills, Paddy is an NBA superstar, but whenever he returns home, he's out connecting with Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander communities. Paddy is Australia's first Indigenous flag bearer, and I can think of nobody more motivating to lead the Australians into Tokyo. The Boomers have a huge task ahead, chasing Australia's first men's basketball medal, and they're leaving no stone unturned. Patty, thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to see you. First things first, and most importantly, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, a, a big one the other day. Everything kind of fell into, into pieces there, but um, it, was, it was a special day for a number of different reasons. <laughs> a number of different reasons. Well, I've got to say, you made a lot of people happy with, of course, that flag bearer announcement yourself and Kate Campbell. Just congratulations. I'm sure you've received lots of love from all parts of well Australia, but maybe around the world as well, because you were just so well loved. And um, seeing that announcement, seeing yourself and Kate, we were obviously watching it from home, it made all of us choke up as well. I got very teary seeing you two in action. I can't imagine how it felt for you guys. Yeah, um, it it's one of those unique things where it, it is so iconic it is so meaningful and and such an honor such a privilege that um it's just going to take a long time to be able to really understand and to feel the impact of this but um you know no doubt it it was a great night over over here in vegas you know we had the our team and the girls team up at 1 a.m and probably didn't go to sleep until 3 a.m um enjoying the night but it was. It was really uh, an emotional night over here and, um, you know, just glad to be part of a, a group and an extended basketball community group, I, I guess, over here to be able to share it together. Has that been a dream of yours specifically? We know how much you love, you're passionate about, you know, your, your country and your heritage and you're passionate about the boomers. But this, you know, carrying the flag, is that, has that been a dream of yours? 
Yeah, it's a good question. And, and uh, the, the answer is it was never a ever ha had crossed my mind that this could potentially be something that I would do. You know, I've always admired the people that got the opportunity to do it and, and the impact that it had on me as a as an Australian number one, but as an Australian athlete number two, I think um, helped me get to where I need to be um, in, in my sporting career. But never did I think that it, it would even be a, a consideration. And I think that that's, that's probably the way to do it, you know, for, for all the, the young boys and girls out there. I think the importance is to be able to really understand who you are and, and let that fuel the fire for you to, to achieve your dreams, right? And I think if you're able to do that, everything will just work itself out. Um, but never did I imagine that, uh, you know, I would have this honour. I was just thinking you obviously do so much to give back for so many people as it is, but um, have you thought about the fact that that image of yourself and Kate doing what you're about to do, like you say, little kids are going to have a look at that and that's going to be their lasting image that they take in their lives to wherever that leads them? Yeah, it's the Olympics, right? And and the most powerful thing about the Olympics and, and sports and you know, even team sports, but um, individual sports too, about is how uniting it can be. It can bring people from all around the globe with different backgrounds together to be able to, to watch, support, play. So the, the thought of being able to share this iconic moment with Kate, I, I think is, is really powerful and, and I'm really looking forward to being able to, to share it with her. But yeah, I think that as much as I'm looking forward to it, I really hope it can bring people together from all around the country because that's essentially what um, the Olympics and, and the Australian Olympic team is, is all about. Yeah, it's just they've nailed this decision. You know, sometimes, the, you know, something like this can divide opinion. I think just everyone's on board and there's no greater role models than the two of you. I'll stop gushing now. I know it's a bit lame, but it's absolutely true. And what, what kind of messages have you received? Have you, you would have spoken to, to your mum and dad. What does mum and dad say? Yeah, that, that's a good question because, you know, when you ask me how I feel, I think, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a lot of emotions that, that I, I personally have. And, and I think... Um, when I start to hear, um, you know, the feedback or the reactions from family members and friends and, and other people throughout Australia, that's when it really starts to get giddy and, and you, your, your bones start shaking and you, you get a rock in, in your throat because you realise, well, well, this is something historic that, that's happening right, right here. So, you know, I, I did ring mum and dad um, and FaceTime them actually and and, and let them know and uh, yeah mum and dad is mum and dad and, um, I'm an only child and how they have brought me up is hasn't changed and we we had our moment but I think um, they would have had their moment once I would have hung up the phone and um, I think they they would have really understood um, what, what what I just told them so uh yeah, I, I can only imagine that one. Well, we've discussed in the past that they're obviously incredible humans and they've taught you uh, clearly very well. It's obviously in your in your blood as well to just give back and realise the importance of, you know, all the good stuff. What about Kate? Have you had a chat with her? 
I haven't had a chance to, to have a chat with her, actually. It, it's been um, quite a, a hectic um, couple of days since uh, the decision and, and, and since everything has gone down. We've, we've actually chatted on Zoom media calls and, <laughs> and that's about it. But, but I am re- really looking forward to, to having that chat with her, um, meeting her, obviously, in, in past Olympic Games. But in, enjoyed watching her from afar too on, on um, obviously her professional career, but everything that she's been able to do um, outside of, of, of the pool, um, which I think is, is super cool. And again, it's those things that really um, help me stay connected to, to what's going on back home. Patty, I love the stuff that you um, posted on Instagram from that night and I loved how you were dressed as well. Can you just expand a little bit on, on why you chose to dress the way you did? And obviously you've got, you know, all the, all the flags there and everything. It just, you get goosebumps just having a look. Yeah, I think every uh, Australian athlete, you could ask them um, when they go to Olympics, like what are they packing in their bag that is, is symbolic? And, um, you know, it might be things that they put up on their wall or by their bed or, you know, just to make them feel a little bit at home. And, and that's what I've been able to do throughout the, the past Olympics that I've been to is just kind of make my room in the village um, a little bit more homely by bringing some stuff that, you know, helps me remember who I am, where I'm from. And, and you know, that helps obviously um, ignite the fire in, inside just when you need it. So, that, so that's what I've done. So uh, I've packed my bag and, and put some, some goodies in there that I usually put in there. Um, and a lot of it has to do with uh, with my culture and my traditional upbringing. So um, I've done this to every Olympics that I've been to now and, and brought that attire. But that specific attire is a calico that is, um, you could say, a, a traditional attire for men in the Torres Strait. And there's a calico for every occasion for um, walking down the street, for being at the house or um, formal events even. Um, and it's also uh, worn when you do traditional dancing. And the pearl shell that I, I wore around my neck as well is another one of those, you know, things that you wear to, to formal events as well as, as dancing. So significant and symbolic things to me that I think really, you know, pulls out that stuff out of me to be able to lock in and, and understand why I'm doing this and, and who I'm representing and, and why I'm doing it. So I, I thought that it, it would be cool to to take a photo of it and and glad that it turned out uh, really well. Yeah, no, it was super cool, all of them actually. Um, You probably would have been asked this, but I'm just just curious about the actual flag-bearing moment. Do you know if you'll you'll just have the one flag or has there been any talk about that yet? Well, I think the the conversation number one is is just um, enjoying the moment of being a flag-bearer. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That that in itself is um, enough for me to um, last a lifetime, I, I think. And, and well, everyone knows who you represent anyway, and what you represent. Yeah, and and it, it's funny that you say that because um, you know, we, being on the other side of the world, I've been living in the states now for going on fifteen years, I think. And um, you know, we, we've always said, you, you know, you carry the flag as just something to say, you know, to be able to represent and, and be that role model and, and represent the right way, understanding who, who's watching from the other side of the world. 
Um, so to sit here now and, and to think that I'm literally actually going to be carrying the flag <laughs> is, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible to, to think about. Yeah, it's funny when you put it that way. It's so true. But you, you are just so bloody proud and passionate. And I just remember years ago seeing, obviously before things like Twitter, but Twitter was a big one where you just got, you were just so excited by everything to do with Aussie sport. You, you, you could see it was like, this guy's an NBA star and he's got his eye on, you know, all the footy and like you say, Kate Camp, like the Aussie swimmers or you just, you know, you could be forgiven for thinking you were here that whole time because you, you never take your eye off it and you're still so grounded. Yeah, I think that's important, right? When when you do move away from home, how do you find things to stay connected? And and there's multiple things that help me stay connected, whether it's my traditional culture, whether it's music, whether it's different sports. I've understood that if I can stay connected to that stuff, then I'm still going to, you know, hold home very close to my heart. And to be able to do it in a physical way, I think... Um, you know, is going to be very special. But I do miss home and I haven't been back in a couple of years now. And in an ideal world, you know, we'd obviously kickstart our campaign um, from from home. So it is a little bit different that we, we're starting here in, in the States. But then again, the environment that we've been able to create with, you know, the, the Australian playlist, with the flags, with signs um, and, and the people that we have around our group, you you could you you wouldn't you wouldn't know that we're in Vegas once we're in our, our little uh, bubble here. So um, that that's very special. Yeah, it certainly is. Just on that playlist, I know you put the word out for it. Have you settled on what it's going to be? Because I, th- I think it was something like, "I miss Australia. I need a, a playlist. Send your suggestions." And I thought, "Oh, you must have got a ton of those." Have you, you know, whittled it down at all? Well, my playlist is and was already very extensive i just put that feeler out there for everyone to um you know don't forget that all the music we listen to especially when it's this time is is nothing but australian music so whether we're on the bus whether we are um in the weight room where we just were or, or on court there's a there's a lot of that going on and and again it really brings everyone straight home as, as soon as that playlist is on it's so cool what's what's the most popular one or, or one or couple of songs that you tend to hear or that everybody loves well, now you're getting a little bit personal with our playlist. Oh, to, I didn't know that. Oh my, of all the personal questions, I've overstepped on songs. Wow. You have on, on the <laughs> Boomers Australian playlist here. Don't reveal any secrets then, but, you know, I love my music and I love my Aussie music, so I was just curious. Yeah, I'll throw this one out because it's it's the first one on the playlist, but uh, the Teskey Brothers. Oh, yeah. And there's a, there's a wide range of, of um, you know, from old school to new school to, you know, a, a little bit of rock and 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 rap like there's there's a definite big uh, broad array of genres here but they're all australian you haven't really committed at all with that answer and i respect that because we're all about the boomers winning a medal and who am i to judge so just on that i remember when we chatted before obviously the pandemic hit and we thought you know things were going to plan and we were talking about past scars where are we at with that and um i know how excited you are for this olympic games and and well i know you're going for gold but um how realistic is that going to be yeah very realistic look we've um again i'll start with the the boomers culture and and the meaning behind being a boomer and how deep that goes um i think it's it's 
you know, number one, it, it's special to to know that the, the Boomers team that was taken to the Tokyo Olympics in 64 had Michael R. Matt on, on the team, um, Lindsay Gaze, obviously, you can go down down the line. Um, so now we're, we're returning. The, the culture piece of what was built from then until now it is very deep, right? There, there's a, a massive, significant meaning to, to being a boomer and not only a, an, an Australian Olympian, but, but a boomer in, in itself. So now when you have a, a leadership group in myself and Joe Wingles, Aaron Baines and, and Matthew Delavadova, you bring the, the elite coaching staff back with Brian Gorge and Matt Nielsen, the assistant coaches, and, and even the staff, the extended staff that we've brought back with, um, with old Boomers players and in Jason Smith, who was a Boomers captain, right? You, you start to create this environment where there's passion in this room no matter where you look and they understand what it takes to be able to play at that elite level so there's that burning desire through everyone here to be able to 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 achieve something that we're yet to do so the last thing is you add the the new boys and the young boys and their athleticism and their youthness and you add that to our group and and we're we're hell of a team. We're we're hell of a group. We obviously lost a, a big piece in Andrew Bogut, and it's hard for for anyone to fill those shoes, um, no matter where he he leaves a room. But but again, you know, the the understanding here is is our culture and and what we've been able to build, and and we're going to hang our hat on that. So when you start to talk in, into basketball specifics now, and and what we're trying to do, we're we're a defensive team, and we're going to hang our hat on. On, on being that and, and stop people from, from putting the ball in, in the basket. So we're, we're going through all of that now. Um, the, the thing is, at the end of the day, we enjoy each other's company, right? When, when we're in a room, we're, we're on the bus, when we're eating a meal, right? Everyone really enjoys each other's company, and that's something that seems to be consistent, especially with this group. Yeah, I love the element of nostalgia as well. And it's obviously not just for that purpose, but hearing everything you just said and the names from the past and, and then hearing Brian Gorgian and his eyes li- lighting up, talking about what it was like to come back into the fold. It just, it means so much to everyone. Yeah, definitely. You know, well, from my first Olympics in Beijing with, with Gorge and then him being removed and, and what we've tried to accomplish up until now and for him to come back, Right? There's that burning desire in him. There's that burning desire through everyone else. It's, it's um, unfinished business, isn't it? Surely. It, for it really is. Um, and, and we've been close a couple of times, but, but that's really it. In its simplest form, this is unfinished business. And we're happy-go-lucky and, and, and Aussie spirit when we need to be and, and camaraderie. But I tell you what, when we step in between the lines, especially at practice, like it's on. We're trying to, we're trying to make you know, each and everyone better. Um, because we've got something here that, that we're locked and loaded on trying to accomplish. You mentioned Andrew Bogut. Do you know he's going to be commentating for seven on your yeah. games? I did hear that. So uh, hopefully, What do you think of that? Hopefully he's got some nice things to say. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. I, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear how he's going to be with you guys. We know he's so passionate like yourself. Just a little one, just on t- plays that aren't there, 
I've got to mention Ben Simmons, but what I mean by that is it's another credit to yourself and the setup. Obviously, he's a big name, not part of it, turns up at Wimbledon, for example, and you just take the high road and I think don't give anyone any opportunity to say anything negative because um, you guys have just been so understanding and, and quick to say he'll be welcomed back as well. Again, testament to the whole setup and culture that you're helping to create. Yeah, definitely. Look, I, I think it's just understanding the, the journey and, 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 you know, specifically for, for Ben, understanding his journey and, and what he's gone through and um, um, what he is going through, right? The, the, the important thing here is that we're, we're an Australian team, right? He's always going to have us and this group is never going to change. When you're in a professional environment like the NBA, it, it, it's business and you're going to hop around from here from team to team and, and things are going to change in that sense. You can't change who you are and you're Australian. Um, you're always going to be an Australian. Like our, our new oath that we have, it, it, it's, it's important, I think. So I think just making sure people understand that, you know, for us to be able to represent Australia, we've always felt like we've had support from our country and, and our fans, especially for an Olympic Games. So Ben is an, an exception to that. So continue to support him because he's still uh, an athlete that's um, growing and, and, and learning the, the ropes as a, a professional athlete. So continue to support him because you supported him in high school, you supported him in college, and you supported him as a rookie in his early years in the NBA. This is no different. So let, let's go. He's one of us, and this environment will always be here for him. But um, again, back to your point, this is the, the culture of the boomers and, and what it means to be a boomer and what it will always be. Well said. What about this setup in Vegas? It seems like it's been brilliant. It's, I guess, what the men's and the women's Aussie sides, as well as a couple of other countries. Yeah, you're all together. You train. Well, can you train or, or play against each other? How's it working? Yeah, so we're we're camp here at the moment. We're we're here with the the women's team, which is is very cool. Um, there there are a lot of ladies on the women's team that we've all grown up with at the AIS and, and playing junior levels with or at least um, you know you, you see them in those tournaments um, but we pretty much all, all grew up together so it's cool to be able to interact with, with them again um, it helps with that again that Australian connection and, and environment but yeah we are inside a, a bubble here obviously practicing hard we've got a couple uh, of practice games exhibition games coming up against Nigeria Argentina and the USA so that will be good um, I think it's important for us to get some good quality practice games in before we, we head over to Tokyo but you know, it, it's uh, it's a sprint. It's an unusual preparation for such a big tournament, but it is a sprint, and and that doesn't or isn't intended to put any pressure on us because we're we're in a really good place right now. It's definitely a sprint, though. No no marathon preparation this time around. <laughs> yeah, well, well said. I think it's a a brilliant setup over there, and obviously you guys will then head over to Tokyo. The Americans, we're going to beat them. Yes. Okay, tell us about the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best answer, but uh, yeah, it, it just expand a little bit because obviously they're the ones that everyone just assumes. They're, you know, there's 
strength in um, strong sides in Europe as well. But um, tell us why, because I know you guys match up so well um, in terms of passion as well as ability, because we've got massive names ourselves. But but how is it that we are going to beat the Americans? Yeah, look, I, I think, you know, my one word answer was um, was perfect on purpose. But, um, you know, to, to, to extend on it, they're the, they're the heavyweights of the world in terms of basketball, right? They've had an unbeaten record at the Olympics for however long now. Um, and, and if you want to be the best, you you got to beat the best. And, and they have shown that for, for multiple Olympic Games. So for us to have the mindset, and we've, we've shown that um, a couple of years ago in Australia, for us, us to have the mindset that we are a heavyweight in ourselves. That that's that's where it starts as, as well. And I think um, you know it's it's obviously no easy task. And and the team that they put together is um, is you know very very strong. But I think I think it's one of those things right where for for a big tournament like this, you really have to focus on yourself and how strong we can make our team. No matter who we're going to play, whether it's in the pool rounds or the, you know, the finals or, or the medal rounds, whoever it may be, the more we can focus on ourselves and, and control that, and, and 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 be as best prepared as you can be. It doesn't matter who we play. Um, at, at the end of the day, you go out there and and lay it all out there on the line for, for your team and for your country. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure we will cross them at, at some point and it will be, um, you know, one, one hell of a game. Just for the record, I want to make it clear, I completely believe you and I'm on board. Just <laughs> wanted to make that clear. What about um, Rio, not to go back, well, I'm going to go back. Are there any scars? I'm, I'm assuming not now, but how long did that burn the boomers, how that finished up? Oh, still does. And rightfully so. I think, um, again, when, when you talk about, um, you know, your, your personal upbringing as a person and, and all the adversity that you go through as a, as a kid, as a child, to, to help shape you who you are today, right? The, the same thing as an athlete. You know, you, you go through the, the highs and the lows and, and sometimes lows are lower than, than other times. But... Um, you know, at least for me, and, and, and I know this group, you know, we we thrive on having, you know, another chance. And, and I think understanding and, and feeling that feel that we had after the Spain game in Rio and then after the World Cup, right, those will never go away. But I think they have made us better at the same time and they've put us in a position right now for us to be able to, to go out there and, and, and really, you know, have, have another crack at it. What about when you're in Tokyo and we, we got the news that there's going to be no crowds in Tokyo? How do you think that affects things? Obviously, a lot of players are no stranger to that in the past year or so, but um, do you expect that to have a big impact? Yeah, no question. You, you can't expect that there'll be no impact because fans and supporters are, are a huge part of, of sports, um, no matter which way you, you try to shape it. So it, it is going to have an impact. But I think at, at the end of the day, it, it's another hurdle. It's another hump in a road. It's it's adversities that athletes uh, are used to overcoming, right? Just constantly finding ways to get around it. And, and this is no different. So um, I think the 
the, the best thing to do is acknowledge it and understand it and, and, and find a way because the focus doesn't change for, for any of us athletes in, in Tokyo where we know what we're there to do. We're, we're trying to chase dreams. We're trying to chase medals. So, you know, obviously it will be good to have fans in the crowd, but we got to respect the, the rules and, um, you know, the, the people who, who made these rules and, and go out there and, and do the best job uh, still. Other than obviously what you guys do, is there a particular event that you really look forward to? And I, I don't know what the rules are now in terms of what you can go and see because I know you have to go home um, two days after and you'll be there till that last day of the basketball, obviously. But what's the, is there one event that jumps out that you love, uh, I just keep, I guess, keeping an eye on every Olympics? I really enjoyed the, the rugby sevens, to be honest, last yeah. um, uh, in Rio. So I'm looking forward to to watching them again. I think it's it's um, another one of those exciting sports with, you know, especially at that Olympic level. Um, I'm excited for, for surfing as, uh, you know, the, the first time at the Olympics and, um, you know, having, having um, to see how that goes, um, is, you know, it's a real anticipation for, for me. But uh, again, it's going to be another one of those things where unfortunately we can't go and, and attend, but to be able to watch that through our broadcast, I think will be, will be really cool. So when that's all done, when the Olympics are over, do you come back home for a bit or can you? Oh, nice. Another one of these uh, nice little personal questions. I like it. Um, <laughs> Just tell me none of your business. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, because actually, having said that, you are, I know you like to be under the radar, so I'm just being, actually, I'm just curious. Because you snuck into the country to do your bit after the bushfires and no one knew, correct? Yeah, I fly totally under the radar. Totally your skull, Patty. It's why everyone loves you. That's my little little thing. Yeah, look, uh, the, the honest question here is, um, you know, I, I've got my, my goal and, and my aspirations and, and what we're trying to, trying to achieve this is this is what I will say. I, I can't see myself winning a medal and not returning home. Fair enough. Um, I, okay, now I'm scared to ask this one, but I do love asking everyone what the families are doing because people can't. People obviously, unfortunately, can't get to Tokyo. But um, can you tell us what your family will be doing when they're watching you all together, or what? Yeah, all together. Um, as I said, my, my missus has gone back home to, to be with the family. Um, but what they're doing is they'll be up on Thursday Island, uh, Horn Island and Thursday Island in the Torres Strait. You know, big big screens outdoors. It's going to be real, real raw and real unique. But to be able to have, have all the families there together as one, um, you know, coming together to, to watch such a, a big event is going to be amazing for them i think even more so for me being in tokyo knowing that that's happened uh, happening i think that's uh, that's even more special for myself i think that's just yeah that is awesome i wonder how much of that you know when you've got the opening ceremony and you're doing what you're doing and then obviously you're competing how much of that um i guess in the lead up are you thinking of them all together and and knowing they're all just probably bawling their eyes out for example watching you carry a flag and then obviously do what you do on the court yeah, well, look, there, there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about my family and, and my friends back in Australia, right, because they're, they're the, the reasons why I, I do what I, I do and the relationships that I've been able to form, you know, over my career, you know, whether it's been through 
community work or charity work um, and, and all the effort, um, you know, blood, sweat and tears that, that we do to try and make things or, you know, help make things a, a better place, I think really um, brings the best out of me. So so knowing that that stuff is going on in Tokyo, like I said, it, it's not a day goes by because they're, they're the people that I'm representing at the end of the day. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We know that Kathy Freeman's one of many that you have looked up to. Obviously, she's such an icon. Does it dawn on you that that's you for many people now? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. And the reason I say that is because I had a really special moment you know, interaction with, with Kathy. She came to her first NBA game and it was when it was the San Antonio Spurs versus the Portland Trail Blazers um, a few years ago now. And, um, you know, we're, we're talking and her family's there too and we're having a good chat after the game. And she kind of looked at me and said, you don't realise, you know, the, the impact that you have on, on not only Australians, but um, Indigenous Australians specifically. And I kind of... You know, I obviously acknowledged what she said and, and nodded. And then as I went to, you know, look away again, she grabbed me and, and made sure, you know, that I was locked eyes with her and said, no, I'm telling you, you don't understand the impact that you're having. So keep doing what you're doing because um, it, it's, it is a big deal. And that kind of, yeah, it, it made me think when, when I left um, her that night and, and I'll always go back to it. But to know that Kathy had the impact on me when I was a, a young kid, um, you know, watching her from the lounge room, that, that's why I think back now and, and now I'm in this position. I know there's kids out there somewhere that, you know, uh, are having an impact. And if it's one kid, great. If it's more than one kid, you know, even better. Pretty sure it's more than one kid, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's brilliant. What a what a thought that is, Kathy, your idol, saying that same thing to you. I think it's very special, and I think I've probably kept you um, for long enough. What do you reckon? Probably. I don't know. You got anything else in there? No, I'm a little bit scared. No, no, because I, I just want to tread carefully because I'm thinking, oh God, I want to feel want to chat after the Olympics, so I don't want to push my luck. <laughs> but um, no, honestly, it's been so great to to speak to you i know there's so much going on and um yeah you are doing a lot of good things for a lot of people i can't wait to see that ferocious spirit from all the boomers and the opals for that matter on the court everyone's getting goosebumps just thinking about it it's like it's two seconds away patty can you believe it's finally here yeah i I can't i'm i'm excited it's hard to believe that yeah we're in this moment right now um preparing for what's going to be one hell of an, an olympic games can you tell us one of the young kids from the Boomers we should keep an eye out for? One kid uh, from the Boomers you, sh- you should look out for. Um, I'm going to say Josh Green here. Josh Green um, is a young kid, athletic. Um, he's one of those kids that's going to be able to um, insert himself, come off the bench, bring a lot of energy. Um, 
you know, one of those players that can really change the tempo of the game on um, essentially both ends of the floor, but specifically um, defensively. So have a, have a watch out for Josh Green. I think he's going to be, um, you know, a, a key in, in our success. And finally, for the Opals, what about the Opals? How are they looking? Yeah, good. Um, to be able to see them, they, they had just hopped off the plane almost the, the day of the announcement of the flag bearer. So they were just trying to get adjusted to, to the time zone and everything, but their preparations uh, have been good. The, the girls look, um, you know, happy and fresh and to be able to be with, with uh, one another again. It, it was just really good to be able to um, have us all on the one couch and, and, and the one room the other night, um, which hasn't happened in a very long time. So that was special. The question that they like to ask, we like to ask everyone at the end of this is, um, what are you most looking forward to when you land in Tokyo? And that can be anything at all. That could be anything at all. Well, you, you know, this is a, a unique um, Olympic Games and, and unique circumstances at, at the moment. But there, there's something about that Olympic feeling when you touch down in no matter what you know country or city it is, um, you, you feel that Olympic spirit um, and you know it's a big stage. Yeah, look, I, I think I'm always going to be able to say I, I enjoy the part of all Australian athletes being together in, in one spot because you, you only get that one time every four years um, and, and it's different at every Olympics. So um, I think that's, that's something that I, I'm looking forward to. Well, we can't wait. It's just been great to um, check in with you and, and catch up a little bit and obviously congratulate you. So uh, enjoy that ride to Tokyo. Um, obviously a bit more time in Vegas and you head over. Enjoy that massive moment and um, catch you at the Games. Thanks. Easy. No worries. Good to see you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to hear more incredible stories from our athletes going for gold at the Tokyo 2020 Games. You can see full coverage of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games on 7 and 7 Plus.